This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. There's a few things within that that we have to get into. So the Lightning were over five in the power play, Casey, which again, mm-hmm. this is an Oilers team that they're not, the penalty kill is not their great, their strongest attribute like they're not mm-hmm. the best at the penalty kill again they've given up coming into this game they had given up the fourth most goals in the nhl on their penalty kill so the lightning and the lightning have a good special teams unit they have a good power play unit they should have been able that was to the only it. unit scoring for the first what five games yeah. and now all of yeah. a sudden so it, it and and the penal the power play is going to ebb and flow. We all understand that. But when you have five opportunities, you have to make some of those opportunities count. And you definitely can't give up a shorthanded goal. So not only did they not capitalize on all five opportunities, but on one of those opportunities, they did give up a shorthanded goal. Um, and that's probably where they would find themselves most frustrated. But whenever you look at even more of these stats. Um, usually the lightning lead Casey in hits. They didn't lead in hits this time. They weren't the more physical, aggressive team. Um, Edmonton had 33 hits to the lightning's just 25 mm-hmm. in terms of giveaways. The lightning where they away, stunk. The, the lightning gave away 12 pucks, 12, uh, Edmonton, just four. And that's not a takeaway. This is a giveaway. That means mm-hmm. like that that's a bad pass. That's like a sloppy transition. That's not getting through the neutral zone. That's not communicating and working together as a unit. Those are giveaways. The Lightning had 12, mm-hmm. three times the amount that Edmonton had. Blocked shots, again, an area where the Lightning usually leads. We were just raving about how this Lightning team, even without Ryan McDonough, they're they're putting their bodies in place. They're going there. They're doing the thing. Nope, mm-hmm. not this game. 13 block shots. Edmonton had 19. So um, the one thing <laughs> that the Lightning did have more than Edmonton uh, was shots on goal. They had 37 shots on goal. Edmonton had just 29. Mm-hmm. Um, but and they led through 40 minutes of that, having more shots on goal than Edmonton did. So that led up of allowing them to get close uh, towards the end of the second period. And then the mm-hmm. third period is what also started to really hurt them. That's exactly what I was going to say, because we talked about the different periods for this team. Um, and not only do you have to come out strong, which, uh, w- you know, it wasn't the case for them last night, but Brandon Hagel came back just a few minutes after that shorthanded goal, Brandon Hagel with Nikita Kucherov and Breeden Point on the assist. So that top line again coming through ties up the scoring. So they go into first intermission with that tie score. Mm-hmm. So all good, all good. But you just really have to hunker down in this second period, which has been historically a weaker period for the Lightning coming out in the second period, giving up two power play goals to the Oilers. Um, And you know what's wild about that, Kaylee? They won all of the power play faceoffs in the second period. So to win those... Yep. Then the next then the next issue there is how did they get outplayed after setting themselves up to control the puck in the second period mm. and not be able to convert, not be able to manage. 
Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. It's it's one of those things where and that's it kind of goes back to the giveaways a little bit, right? Like though that ties in. It doesn't yes, you have to get control of the puck, but then you have to sustain control. You have mm-hmm. to make the right passes. You have to play smart. Um and this is this is not like a terrible penalty kill unit. Like they're not the worst. They're pro- they're kind of average, you know? Um they're not terrible. They're not amazing. They're, mm-hmm. they're kind of average so far through this season. Um, so to see the way that this unfolded and to see that the giveaways that happened that allowed the Oilers on a power play, you know, on a five on four to, to really gain control of the puck and to put pucks on net and then to get them in, uh, it's not what you want to see. And you're, you're not putting your goalie in the best position when you're doing that. We all know how good the Lightning's goalies have been and and are. Um, You know, Andre Vasilevsky, he's fantastic, but you have to play well in front of him. And and that, especially on the penalty kill, that wasn't the case last night. And you're going up. I mean, there are two problematic players, Casey, that we mentioned. We Mm -hmm. mentioned – you know, that the, the, the two guys that did end up scoring. McDavid um, and Dreisaitl. That they were going to be problematic coming into this game. And Dreisaitl was so problematic on faceoffs. He mm. was leading in faceoff victories the, the entire night. Going up against him was a nightmare. And he was setting his team up for success to get over and 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 create oper- scoring opportunities for his team. They played a really fast game north to south too. It was just like every time that the bolts started to set up uh, in their ozone, it would giveaways, takeaways. They would lose possession of the puck in the beginning in the first period. The part that was so confusing is they were setting up so nicely, and it felt like they had some sort of control there. Um, as I mentioned, with the shorthanded goal, kind of taking some life from them. But Kaylee, the one thing that we'd be remiss not to mention that was kind of a life sucker is the fact that uh, Evander Kane got injured in this game. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of a mashup of things. Myers hits him against the boards as he's falling down, as Myers is trying to get his composure and, you know, settle himself on skates, Pat's coming, sliding through and nips. um, I can't even say if if you could say nicking is the right word there, but um, nabs, Vander Kane's arm there, the wrist specifically, and within seconds, I mean, it was of the a collision, pretty rash. Yeah. yeah, within seconds of the collision, you saw a lot of blood on the ice. I mean, it was to the point to where I was in the middle of riding and I look up and I thought somebody's glove or I thought like a piece of gear was down on the ice and then realized, no, actually it was blood. And he went screaming off the ice as fast as possible. The stretcher did come out to try to bring him out of the locker room. I think he denied the stretcher, but they have the ambulance that waits in the tunnel and he ended up going. Um, They said that he was stable and everything was good. Uh, He did need a procedure done last night though. I mean, the amount of blood that was on the ice, you could tell that it was definitely an artery or something severe. And even Pat Maroon said it after the game. He's like, you don't see that much blood and, and things not, you know, you know, something's not right with that much blood on the ice. And this team hasn't really experienced anything like that. Pat even said, you know, we've seen it on YouTube. We've seen in recaps of other games. We haven't personally experienced it yet too. So that was a bit of a scare for this team. Uh, Coach Cooper did mention that it, it shook things up for a minute, but then after a few shifts, you know, everybody kind of realized there's still a game to be played. Um, 
and he didn't mean it to sound like any kind of way. Everybody said that last night as well, but after a few shifts, then the team kind of started to come back into focus. So between the shorthanded and then the injury to Evander Kane, it's like there were these opportunities that kind of had to force them to reset. And then within the resetting, you know, you're trying to bring your structure back. You're trying to manage a fast paced team. So not an excuse, but just something to keep in mind and paint the picture of things, obstacles last night. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, John Cooper put it the best way and it, if you haven't seen it, uh, maybe do it uh, before you eat lunch, you know, don't make sure don't you're eat. not. Yeah, it's not yeah. for a light stomach. We it's, were sitting in the press box and watching it for a second. I couldn't watch the full oof. thing the first five times. And then finally, after it's, I got my second back of cheese, it's down. Um, I was like, all right, let's do this. And yeah, it's um, it's not for the faint of heart. Um, you could tell the pain in him when he grabs his arm and. I mean, he's screaming whenever he's skating to the bench and everyone immediately knows that so that yeah. everybody gets out of the way. Like the trainer comes up, but all of the players like scatter. Mm-hmm. Um, but but John Cooper put it best. He said, you know, it sucked the life out of the building. You know, it, it, it took some life out of the game. And you know it's a game. You know that you didn't do that on purpose. And, and you know that crazy – weird fluky things happen which this was Mm -hmm. but there is still a reality that we're all humans and that it's hard to not feel guilty or feel weird or feel like a weight on your shoulders especially you know for pat um when something like that happens even though these are all professionals they know they know that this is can be a dangerous game even even though that there's so many things in place to protect everyone um, and the, and the player safety is obviously very important. Um, it's that's scary and it's hard to shake that off. It's hard yeah. to really shake that off and try to move forward. And that happened early on, Casey. That's a really good point. That happened early on in mm-hmm. the second period before, you know, some of these uh, uh, power play goals and 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 power play, you know, opportunities for the Oilers came into play. So that's something that's kind of hard to shake off. And then once you're down a goal and then it happens again, and then you're down two goals again, it's, it's something that's difficult to shake off. It, it's where things are difficult sometimes mentally at that point um, to, to really be able to kind of move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that, yeah. Oh, no, I was saying like something that Coach Cooper said, too, that was kind of interesting. And I think why this may be very a little extra layer of defeat for this Lightning team is because um, Coach Cooper goes, they ended up going from 11 forwards to seven defensemen to 10 forwards and, and seven defensemen. So they're down a forward and they still end up. It, it it's like they didn't miss a step. They didn't miss a beat. And Evander Kane was one of our problematic players. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that just to tie in, you know, a guy that would have caused that much more of an issue if he had remained on the ice, they lose this forward. They lose this aggressor. You know, the guy who has the most penalty minutes out there contributing on assists, seven assists heading into this game, 12 points. And he's got a plus four on the ice, which means offensive plays happen when he's out there. To lose a guy like that early in the second period, as you mentioned, Kaylee, and this team still be able to pull together, I think that's something that's even more frustrating um, because that almost should have given them an advantage. Yeah, 
No, it, it, in, in a lot of ways it should have, but it just goes to, to a little bit of the mental toughness and probably, you know, that feeling of uh, hockey players when, when somebody goes down, when something happens, they want to play for that guy. They want to fight for that guy. Mm-hmm. I think that we saw that from the Oilers um, in their game, especially within the second period, especially with what, what, what they were able to do. Um, conversely, looking at the Lightning's power play, um, units and, and what they were able to do, Casey, they just, they got six shots on goal, uh, during their eight minutes and 50 seconds of man advantage. Mm -hmm. So almost nine minutes of, of having a one man advantage and they only got six shots on goals. That's just, that's just not what you want to see. You want to see this lightning team take more ownership and have, have better. I mean, frankly, they just have to have better power play units and, and opportunities. And, um, after, after that first power play, uh, where they gave up the shorthanded goal, they did, like you said, Casey, um, not only on the penalty kill, did they do a good job in the faceoff circle, but on their own power play, they were doing a fairly good job Mm-hmm. Uh, on faceoffs, they were doing yeah. a pretty good job. They were they were winning faceoffs, but um, between just not able to set things up, not able to get into a rhythm mm-hmm. on the power play, um, it, it, they just were not able to get anything done. And I think that it, 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 if they were able to get one thing. John Cooper always talks about like it's it's about the goals that you defend, not the goals that you score. Mm-hmm. I think in this situation, whenever you're, it's coming into special teams, it's a little bit of both. That shorthanded goal should have never have happened. Right. Conversely, uh, they they should have been able to get at least one of uh, you know on the on five opportunities yeah. at least one goal. Um, Really, uh, whenever I look at their their high danger chances when they were on the power play, Casey, it, it's not great. When the Lightning were on the power play, they had a total of three high danger chances. Two That's in the first all, period. All yeah. five power play? Up- oh, my gosh. Two in the first period, one in the second period. Yeah. Three. The entire power play. So mm-hmm. – uh, yeah, all five power plays. They had three how- high danger chances. So it's just one of those things where it's, it, it, and that's only eight shots. Yeah. Or what was it? Six shots. Is that what I said before? Six shots. And three of those were high danger. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. You have to put more pucks on the net whenever you have a man advantage. And which, it's not relying on the on one so, unit. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we, we kind of saw a little bit towards the end of the game um, when they pull Vassy yeah. uh, and Alex Kalorn is finally able to get that goal in the last, like, minute of play. Um, but even still, Casey, it's it's just a little too little too late. 